Oh, we're started. All right. Well, hey, I'm still drawing on my eyebrows. Hey, draw them on. Hey, good, bad, good, bad breakthrough podcast. We live. We got we got your girl, Drea. We got your other girl, Kena. Hey. We got your boy, Drew. We in the building. We in different buildings. Jason Hafeman, he going to be our uh, our our guest on our, on our next podcast. Jason, why don't you show some face? Let's see a, a handsome young guy. What does a handsome young man look like? Where is he? There he goes. 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 <laughs> Y'all, at your core communications, without Jason Hafeman, a lot of things don't happen, and we are very grateful to have him on the team. Yo, so you know I just got done listening to the last podcast about, what, 25 minutes? 25 minutes in. And, oh, I really want to talk about this. So there's two. I want to be clear with people. There are two different kind of rooms, okay? There are rooms that you have options to leave, and there are rooms where you you don't have that option, okay, to call a spade a spade. And we know it's all about decisions, okay? Room one, a room where someone does not see your value, okay? That could be a job. You know, you could be a young adult. You could be in different family rooms, different gatherings, different events, different types of friends. But a room where someone does not see your value and you know they don't see your value or your worth and they're not loving you unconditionally, you have an option to leave that room. And in fact, I would strongly suggest and encourage you to get out of that room, okay? That's room number one, a room where someone doesn't see your value or worth and you have an option to leave. Room number two, this is a room you don't have a choice to leave. You might be a young adult. You might be at home with your family. You might be in school. And the way everything's set up, parents are like, no, you have to be in this school there might be, you know, you might be married or engaged. <laughs> like, we ain't got an option to leave this room. That's why I told you when we married, I become fearless because <laughs> I know it's forever to me. Like, that's a commitment. So when you're not, when you're not able to change your room, you are required to change yourself if you're going to continue to live a fulfilled life. Now, the res- the reason I say these things. Is because my resonation from the last podcast is when Kina said, again, it's not verbatim, but essentially you're not responsible for changing other people. Fixing. Other yeah, people. you're not. Yeah, you're not responsible for fixing other people. Everyone needs to know that. Like, I have no responsibility on fixing, you know, a member on the team, on fixing my kids, on fixing leadership development. Like, it, it's not my responsibility to make sure one's character is fixed. Okay. And I really resonated with that, Kina, because there's so many, there's so many different leaders that, that we're building, developing and growing that are in rooms where other leadership doesn't see the value or the worth. And I'm trying to encourage them like, look, like it's not your job to show, to prove your value or worth to them, you know, leader to leader, like you have to build, develop and connect a safe and supportive team. I, your eyes are looking great, girl. Uh, if y'all gonna watch this on Spotify, y'all gonna see. Um, but like, it's not your it's not your job to prove them to prove to them who you are. It's your job to maintain and build that relationship. And some some of these leaders that I'm coaching y'all, like it's 
the traumas are real. You know what I mean? Like years of just toxic traumas and triggers and just unconditioning what they can control. It's not easy. Um, but I just wanted to drop bars on that. Like, I want to make sure everybody knows that when Kina dropped that nugget, like, please, please, please understand, like, <laughs> you have zero responsibility to change everyone. You have 100% responsibility to change yourself. Because we can only control the things that we can control, and we can only control what we think, how we feel, what we say, what we do. That's we're the only controllable variable. Um, and I just want to make sure people understand that because it's so even for Andre and I, and even for Keen, I don't want to project on Keena, but I know speaking on our behalf, like it's difficult to not feel that responsibility when you're so connected with the people. You know, Andrea's got 40, what, 50? No, there's not that many. They've they've kind of there used to be. Yeah, they we yeah, you in the 40. 30s now? A little less than that. Maybe less than 30 yeah. in the higher 20s. People that she's influenced and connecting. I mean, I don't know how many tens. <laughs> I mean, I can't. But it's like it's difficult to get to a point of, of developing your character where you're always accountable for yourself and you have so much love and connectivity for others. But learning how to like we, we talked about last podcast, love them for where they are, love them for the space that they're in and knowing it's not your responsibility to change them. It's so hard. It's so hard. I feel like a what's that? What's that song? Was not it big, voice to men. Not, not just voice so hard to men. Big fun one. one. The fat big one. fat Joe. Remember? And it's so hard. But then, but then, and then, and catch me in the one fifty. <laughs> fat Joe. I know you out there. You probably retired, but I got a sponsorship opportunity for you because it's so hard. <laughs> but I just wanted to. I just wanted to drop the bars in that nugget on the rooms that you're in and really understanding that it's not your responsibility to change someone else, your child, your teacher, your peer, your friend, like it's so hard. Literally it's so hard for real. What y'all got? Where we at? Well, I was just thinking about the two rooms that you listed because you you made it seem like you can get up and walk out of one and then the other you were like you don't you can't just you can't just up and leave those spaces but you I feel like you can. I feel like you can. Yeah. Period. You have a you have a choice. And so even if you are not valued in you know relationships within your household, I would never I would never encourage people to stay within those walls if they're if they're being devalued in any space, any room, whether it's room one or room two. So I just wanted to be clear, like if they if they choose to stay in, in room two because it's they're working on a marriage or they're working on a friendship or um, or they're working on bettering themselves in a workspace and their boss and them have, you know, set goals that they're going to work towards. And I think that they, they should always have an option. They should have the option to leave and or stay. Those are both so, choices. Yeah. And so I really, so I, I definitely support what you're saying. And, okay. and to agree, to agree or disagree, I agree with what you're saying. So, <laughs> okay. cause Andrea is like, no, look, everybody, we teaching y'all, y'all always have choices. Okay. Yes. And I get that. I get that. Yes. So my, so the, the examples I gave were simply examples. Okay. Um, but just understanding that if you choose to be in a room that's important to you, 
and you're not able to change the people around you in that room, if that room is important enough for you to decide to be in that room, then you have to take a look in the mirror and you have to start changing yourself. Does that make sense? I hope everybody catches that. Or maybe that. Not, even, not even necessarily changing yourself, but maybe your perspective. Yes. I think I like perspective I like that. a lot better than your, yourself. You know, so. because what it comes down to, and I'm going to bring it back to the four agreements. Okay, I got to start that book. I'm 20 <laughs> pages out from Indistractable. He's right. almost done, y'all. I'm literally 20 pages. I said that two podcasts ago. I'm going to read it. Manifest. Go and ahead. The four agreements. And look, I, we're, you know, the reason why I say that is because, like, in the four agreements, like, you know, he talks about um, acceptance. He also talks about making assumptions, right? And so um, one of the agreements is don't make any assumptions. And one of the other agreements is don't take anything personally. And it's like, and it comes back, and, uh, and those these all come back to, like, in yoga, what we call the kleshas, the causes of suffering, right? The afflictions. And it starts with like the the primary affliction is like avidya, which is ignorance, which is like attachment to the changing, to the things that change, right? So a lot of the times we can be this, we can feel, we can experience feelings of frustration or um, disappointment or, you know, like discomfort like a, a, a feeling of suffering if, if it, whatever that might be for anybody they might experience a feeling of suffering because of their attachment to the things that change we are like so many aspects and elements of us are changing right and the same thing goes for other people so like in the book he said something along the lines of i can't remember the order don't take anything personally and then there's don't make any assumptions if somebody and, it, and when he says don't take anything personally, it's like if I say you're a great person, you don't take that personally because I'm not unless you like you your agreement with whatever I say is your agreement to like that narrative or that story. Right. So if I say like in the book, he talks about the mom saying his the little girl's uh, stupid singing voice. She agreed to that. So therefore, she altered her own being. She stopped singing because. The mom cast a spell on the daughter. So now she agreed to the spell. So now she doesn't sing anymore. Right. And so her entire being, she agreed to that message. And so she altered herself. Whereas if you said um, when you're saying, you know, there's rooms you can be in, rooms you don't have to be in, change yourself, don't change yourself, perspective, <clears throat> things like that. Let's let's make a scenario like, um, Okay, I'm at the amusement. I'm at I'm at Six Flags right now. <laughs> Caleb didn't want to get on the ride. Okay, now I could be like, I did. He did get on the ride eventually, but he, uh, let's say changing right. Like it could be like, oh, you can get on the ride, or you don't have to get on the ride. But whatever way that I interpret his wanting to get on the ride, the roller coaster ride or not, that's me, and I cannot make any assumptions about the reason why he may or may not want to get on the ride right because if i do i'm making i'm making assumptions which that's not fair or right to him to do that and then also if as my child i'm wiping my camera off um as my child i think i made it worse um i might take his decision as a reflection against me right and so it's like, I cannot make assumptions about his decisions. I got to be very curious, always asking the right questions. And then I also cannot take his personal decisions as an attack 
or an insult against me is never about me. It's always about them and where they are. So part of that acceptance and, and that meeting people where they are is being like, look, this is about you. It's never about me because your priorities, your perspective, your journey, your understandings are going to be different from mine. The world that you live in is different from mine, even though we are all connected. Even though we all have a responsibility towards one another, we have responsibility to be our best selves and show up as our best because we were born with a purpose. However, also, we the, the lens that we look at the world through is different. I love that you said, you, where you at? Processing? Okay. Thank you, babe. Well, hey, y'all, when Andre, if y'all watch the Spotify, if y'all caught that look, when she's like, no, nah, Mr. President, go on, drop some bars, I'm going to listen. <laughs> Or did I perceive it differently? That was a little sexual. They, they know we about to go on a date. You know what I'm saying? She don't like surprises. I said after podcast, I'm taking you on a date with no kids, no pacing. Yeah, that's why she got her all not. You know what I'm saying? I You're see you, babe. I see you. Stop. Baby number four, number five. What we got? We got four. No, the next, no. The next baby comes um, through is a dog, y'all. You're so funny. So, and I don't want to get. So this is one when I'm. When I say if you if you're not gonna leave that room, you can't change them. You have to change yourself. You hit it right on the head. There, there's so many different things you can change, but perception, like changing the way you choose to receive the information that's giving, changing your perception, that's one of the things that I think that I resonate the most with things that I change when I'm not able to change the room. You know what I mean? And I'll give you an example. So. For those, some of you know, I own Pancake Cafe in Stoughton. Some of you also know we've been building, developing back to basics, empowering youth, educators, and businesses for the last two and a half years, which means so many different things. But we have now 18 members on the team at the restaurant that are between 14 and 18 years old. People walk in, they're like, oh, man, it's a bunch of kids that work here. They're like, man, how, how old are you? Oh, wow, like your service is Wow, thank you. My earrings look, thank you. Yeah, I just got in, you know what I mean? But we teaching them, we're teaching them to connect on a deep and meaningful level, and people aren't used to that. It's not a social normality for you to walk into a restaurant and everybody you see is under 18, you know? So we're we're being the change we wish to create in the world. One thing that I changed since being here, again, thousands of things, but most recently there's a there's a young member on the team. Every time he practices, you know, makes a mistake, failure, wrong. My practice word, every time he practices to me, he says, sorry. Okay. Like, I'm some, I'm sorry, boss. I'm sorry, Drew. You know, and I'm encouraging him to remove that negative self-talk because something inside of him says, when I make a mistake, I have to apologize. I let somebody down, you know, they're disappointed. And I'm in, in his growth. I had to change how I received that apology because telling him to stop saying sorry is not going to work. You know what I mean? He, we're, we're, we're auras, we're humans. He's developed this habit. So what I've done is I know he's going to say sorry. So when he says sorry, I'm like, look, I'm so honored and I'm so blessed and I feel so privileged that you feel the need that you have to say that. Like, that means a lot to me just because I'm even a thought in your mind. You know what I mean? And I've told him, like, when you make a decision and you feel like you could have done it differently, I want you to, I, I do want to encourage you to remove that self-talk and you can come to me and tell me something. And, I, and I'm so thankful that you practice. I tell him that, like, when he's like, I'm so grateful that you made the decision. You know what I mean? 
like proud of you for that. But I had to change how I received, I'm sorry, in order to get to be able to connect with him to start removing that negative self-talk. Um, but again, hitting it on the head, changing how I receive that information, you know, because I don't I don't want to not be here. You know, like I'm in a, I'm in this room for a long time, uh, even if I'm not here. Whenever he says sorry, have you ever just been like, why? Yeah, yeah, because he because he, he disappointed you. That that's, that's exactly what, what it is. Yeah. I would just say why every time he says it because then he's gonna get tired of explaining himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's gonna stop. Like, I like that. Not a bad idea. I like that. Why? 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 Modeling curiosity, psychological safety. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love it. Good, bad, breakthrough. What's up? Where you at? So Andrea's got some notes. No, I no. This oh. is all the stuff that we've already talked about. Oh, okay. Oh, Just yeah. some resonations. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this. I want to manifest because I've been saying this to the audience. I'm gonna manifest and I'm gonna finish Indistractable tonight. You have person to hold me accountable. Yeah, I, you, it, <laughs> my eyes got big, y'all, because she like you know, yo, calendar yo, it ain't no, it ain't no decompressing. Sometimes he gets it a is. lot of pushback, y'all. So I, I look, this is on camera. He's telling me that I have permission to hold him accountable, so I'm doing that today. Hey, after the date, okay. don't be telling me to read the book while I'm with you. I, <laughs> I ain't trying to read no books with Andrea, no date. Okay, I brought a book. Too. Look at you. <laughs> All right, no, no, we could read afterwards. And we'll cook dinner for Ace and we'll make sure everything happens. Um, I'm going to finish Indistractable. And Kina, I know we had said once we finished the book, Andrea had said this, we're going to read Indistractable together. I mean, uh, four agreements together. There's a lot of things that without reading the book and just hearing from you and Andrea and what it's about, there's a lot of things that we talk about that are within the four agreements. You know what I mean? So I'm excited now that we're on episode 20. You know, I'm not going to say 21, y'all. But maybe 22, 23, we can we can start with some four agreements. We can all have agreements with each other, and we might have to reach out to four agreements and be like, "Look, we 22 episodes in, and we about to break bread on your book. You know what I'm saying? We about to have these agreements. <laughs> can we or, organify? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Organify where you at? I'm, I'm organify. What's up? Are you a pescatarian? We want to give out a promo code. You know organify. what I mean? We want to tell people about that. Yeah. Y'all, can we celebrate t- episode 20, 20 weeks? That's six months. Can we celebrate that real quick? Can we clap? Jason, don't tell them to clap down, bro. Oh, yes. Oh, snaps. Snapping. People were snapping at the day my local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we mm. celebrate like six months of consistency, six mm. months of growth, six mm. months of showing up, mm. six months of community building, six mm. months of sharing? Mm. Six months of, you know, resonations mm. and conversations mm. and dissertations. No, I'm just mm. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought some spoken word coming on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I love it. 20 and 20. Episode 20 and 20, Good Bad Breakthrough. You can find us on all platforms. I'm going to let Keena do it because she, <laughs> she's a killer when it comes to platforms. Okay, y'all. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and ra- we're gonna wrap. We are we wrapping this up? We twenty and up? twenty. I love it. Okay. Oh, 20 and 20, 20 minute episode. Okay. All right, y'all can find us if you're watching the live stream. The live stream of it. You just now seen all of the platforms. Scroll across the bottom of the page. So I hope you caught it. 
Otherwise, you can catch us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, and newly Audible, okay? Hey. And you can listen to us on whatever your favorite streaming platform is. I encourage you to share this po- uh, this episode with somebody who re- who you think would benefit from hearing it today. Um that's why we did it okay we're here for that reason tell people about the show give us five stars on the rating um and help more people to find our show tell them about it share it with one person tell somebody one thing that you took away from this episode today look to your neighbor say neighbor neighbor i love you i love you okay and then tell them watch good bad breakthrough podcast these hips girl baby number five Oh wait! Five, four. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm manifesting. Ooh, twins. Shit. You want wow. twins? You want to be a godmom to more kids? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Jason, where you at, bro? He probably laughing. <laughs> he probably red in his face. I don't know what he's doing. Look, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to have Jason on the next episode. Yeah. And he's going to do it so smooth. Like, he probably going to clip this part. Like, Jason Haifman in the building. You know what I'm saying? Episode 20.